amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show. It's for you and about you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money, and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 billion years from now. But right now, to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those you love. But most importantly, guys, about living a life of purpose, because as you live a rich life, you're allowed and you become financially prosperous, you can bless more lives too. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for allowing me to create that ripple effect through your lives as well. Hey, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Money Ripples with Chris Miles page. Go there, subscribe, check out all the little little mini videos we do is in addition to these podcasts. There's lots of great content, lots to choose from. You will never be bored. I promise you. So anyways, go check that out. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and, and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, guys, so I've got a special guest today, Keith Blackboard. You know, now, Keith actually is somebody that, well, one, I got to meet him on a few occasions because someone that, was, that I've also been on their show said, listen, I don't know what it is, but you need to meet Keith. Like, there's something about the two of you that, Something might be good. I don't know what it is, but I think it'll be great. Well, guess what? You know, we we hit it off and uh, and just thought it was awesome. Well, for one, we've got similar stories in, to some degree or another. Um, what's really cool is that Keith, you know, just like myself, was actually able to become financially free within ten years, uh, both as a successful investor and a tax strategist. In fact, he even works as a CPA, right? So. Even cooler, he's not just a CPA, but he actually reached financial freedom, which many CPAs could never say that fact. 
Um, what's also awesome is that he's got a bigger holistic picture. He's looking at more from, from business. We're looking at wealth and finances and investments and everything together versus just looking at your taxes, right? Because taxes are great, but we need to see how it all works together. And that's the key missing piece that Keith brings to us today. So we're going to talk to Keith about that, talking about some tax strategies that will actually help you be able to move money around, avoiding or at least minimizing your taxes, and also talk about how you can actually be involved with his financial journey. So Keith, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me, Chris. Yeah. So give us more of the story in your background, right? Like what got you to be financially independent and, and that sort of thing for yourself? Sure. So I started off in San Francisco, Fort Deloitte, doing the long hours. I'm a little embarrassed to say, but 80, 90 hour weeks for a big four company. It felt like I was living the dream. And then I realized quickly you can burn out. Mm -hmm. And if you've got no other life besides work, and that's not much of a life at all. So in time, I uh, in 2010, I started buying rental houses. I lucked out. Uh, moved to the Dallas area. My wife and I bought our first couple flips and then we went, uh, bought some rentals. And then from there, we scaled up to where we're doing active and passive investments in hotels and apartment complexes. And through that scalability, we were able to grow a lot of wealth uh, really quickly. Along the way, yeah. I built a CPA firm focused on high net worth real estate investors and worked with a lot of the who's who of apartment syndicators in the Dallas area. And a lot of those that are coaches now are former clients of mine. And if you're active in that space, you'd probably know a lot of those names. But fast forward to 2016, I thought the Hillary Clinton was going to get elected president. And I thought the real estate market was going to crash. <laughs> I was wrong. But as part of that process, I decided to go ahead and sell out, including out of the CPA firm, out of a lot of the commercial real estate investments. And I declared financial freedom. I actually call it work optional now because yep. not a lot of people just want to retire and sit around and do nothing. Watching Netflix, I finished Netflix <laughs> and eating Cheetos gets old after a while. And so my wife and I, after we sold, we went on this journey uh, for three years and just traveled around the world. It was a blast. Uh, ultimately, we had a kid, best souvenir you can ever get out of, out of traveling. But somehow kids change your perspective on life change how you you look at things and so came back after all of that and was thinking about what could i want to do next if i want to make the most amount of money possible i go back to commercial real estate syndication for me i really like i i like helping other people reach work optional i know what the long hours can be that go into that lifestyle and i think there's a better way and a lot of people don't know it they get so caught up into in building a business and growing their income mm -hmm. that they miss the opportunity to, to, to become wealthy. So while I talk in financial journey, I show people how to get to wealth optional in three to five years, how to grow wealth. For me, the selfish part is where I find fulfillment is I want other people to have a better life as a result of it. As a, and I get to build a community with other people that also want to live free. It, it serves multiple purposes. And I love being able to have life-changing conversations, not just about wealth and tax strategy, but actually how to be a better father or husband for those that are willing to go deep. Absolutely. Yeah. I know, how you, I know what it's like to get those souvenirs. I got eight of them. So, uh, oh, wow. Awesome. Some, some people might say I'm a hoarder, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say child hoarder, but that just sounds too creepy. So I won't say that. <laughs> but, yeah. No, no. Well, one has stretched us. We've got a second one on the way. 
Uh, you Rats. probably have a lot more patience uh, than we do. Absolutely. I'll tell you, my, for me, the first child was the hardest. Once I got to two, three, it's kind of like the chain gang. You just put, uh, chain them all up together, just put them to labor, you know, and then they take care of themselves. It feels so. like dangerous advice. <laughs> it totally is. Don't take me seriously. Anybody listen to this, that is not how I take care of children. Um, but it did, I, I will say in all seriousness, it did get easier when I had multiple kids versus one child. One child, I vowed I didn't want to have any more after that first one. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. to have the faith to do that second one. So congratulations. That's great to hear you guys have Thank that, you. have that on the way. Well, tell us, so tell us more like what, you know, now you see this world because you've been the investor, you've been the tax strategist, you've kind of seen this unique angle, right? Kind of like I've been the financial advisor turned retired and, you know, investor and things like that. What, what, what is it you see that people miss, right? Cause I, I know one, one term you like to use is that wealth is the business, right? What do you mean by that? So I think people get so caught up in their career and mm -hmm. building a business that they don't really think of, of wealth as the business. And that's yeah. what I help want people to see is their, their work business, their investments, their finances, including their fun, their charity, mm -hmm. all that rolls up together into the wealth business as the umbrella. Not to say that wealth is the most important important thing in life, but that orientation of seeing how they all fit together merely recognizes the reality of how finances put all go together. And so in time, I find a lot of people, especially in helping them in their journey to work optional, people tend to overemphasize their business or career. That's where they're most comfortable yes. with. And I want to help people shift to building assets, but their business can still have a, a, a play in that. And mm -hmm. so part of what I help, like to help people do is either transform their business into a lifestyle business where maybe it's less hours or in time actually sell it for the highest multiple possible, get the best yeah. terms possible, and also live the life component without doing it in a way that requires strict budgeting. I don't, I don't think scarcity mindset is really going to lead to a better life. Sometimes Absolutely. you got to plug some, some leaks, like expenses that you're not getting value out of. But I really like to show people how to earn more and invest stronger through higher ROIs, how to put that away in a system, an investment machine, an investment business that really can help them go up to the next level. I'm not the guy to, to necessarily help somebody who's just starting out with their first deal, but mm -hmm. for those that already have some significant wealth and want to learn how to optimize and play their hand a little better, that's where I love to have conversations with people and show what they can do with that and be even more effective with their impact, life, and time. That's a really important. I, I know early on from the outside, I would see active real estate investors, especially where real estate is their business yep. and they seem very wealthy. But then when you start to really peel back the layers, look at the, the numbers, they weren't wealthy. They were, they were transactionally rich, right? They made a good income, but they didn't have any wealth to really show for it. And so if that income were to stop, they'd be just as broke as about every other American, yeah. right? But then they'd have higher overhead because they would have this lifestyle they were trying to keep up, right? And, and yeah, I agree with you. Like that wealth, I mean, building real wealth is, is essential there. So would you rather earn a million dollars a year working 10 hours a week or $10 million a year working 50 hours a week? So oh, I know the ratio is different, <laughs> but yeah, I, time I think is our most scarce resource. Mm -hmm. I agree. Absolutely. And so what are, what are strategies or ways you help people do that? So first and foremost, it's getting clear on your goals, where you want to go. 
And then I like to overlay that with your competitive advantage. So assess your resources, not just your financial resources, but your skills, your abilities, what you like to do, your resources, and then pick a strategy that fits your goals and your competitive advantage where you want to go. And then on top of that, once we have a strategy that fits you, we start to pick the business, the investments, we start to align the wealth with where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And there's other, other processes we help introduce you to deals, how to optimize your portfolio, how to exit your business, how to in time uh, take your wealth business from being something that maybe you're operationally involved in in the beginning to really being more chairman on the board. In short, I help people who have like a one to $50 million net worth mm-hmm. build their own family office. Love it. Now, tell us more about some of the tax strategies that you do as well. Uh, you know, what, what are some of the things you learned as a tax strategist that you've now started to apply in this game? Oh, wow. You, you have 20 hours for me to talk. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm going to try and drill it down to probably a few. You and I talked That's previously great. a little bit about your audience. So I'm going to try and give a few strategies that your audience has probably never heard of that will yeah. add significant value. So one of my favorite things is almost everybody puts money into retirement at some retirement account at some point, IRA, mm-hmm. 401k. Sure. So we're going to assume you're putting money into a retirement account. You're self-directed, meaning you can invest in just about anything, including real estate. Yeah. So as a part of that, a lot of my clients love to invest in real estate syndications. I'm going to give the example mm-hmm. of apartments. That's more my background, but really my clients, we invest in a whole bunch of different things. Yeah. So through, if let's say I were to invest in an apartment complex with a hundred thousand dollars, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to take that, uh, that syndicator is going to take the apartment complex occupancy from 80% down to 60% because they're going to kick out some bad performing tenants mm-hmm. or they've got a major rehab going on. So let's say they take it from 80 to 60% occupancy that may have the effect of dropping the net operating income in half. And so as a result, apartments are valued based on the net operating income. So temporarily, my $100,000 investment due to the paper decrease in uh, net operating income, the valuation has dropped to half temporarily. So I do a rollover of my traditional funds to a Roth account at that lower valued rate. So if I were to roll $100,000 of traditional cash, to a Roth account, I'd probably pay 37% in taxes mm-hmm. uh, based on tax rate. I'd lose $37,000 to taxes. Yeah. In the same example I just gave, if I've got a, through just a little bit of planning, if I do a rollover from a traditional to a Roth account with that 50% discount, now I'm paying taxes on $50,000. And so I pay taxes at $18,500 instead of the $37,000. And then hopefully because it's a good deal, that value um, is going to pop back up to one hundred dollars or $200,000 years later when right. I originally invested $100,000. And all that growth will be in a Roth account. So I'm never paying taxes again. Does that I make sense? I love it. Yeah, it cuts the tax bill in half just by getting that, that lower amount, right? Just showing Correct. a lower value and then popping it right back up again. And, and there's other ways to stack the discounts like mm-hmm. lack, of, lack of marketability, meaning if you mm-hmm. invest in that deal, day two, you can't resell that to your buddy or anybody else in the public market. There's usually restrictions around that. Yeah. Loss of control. Would you rather have uh, money in your pocket or a friend that has an IOU? 
So in either case, having money in your control is going to be worth more than even having that money under somebody else's control that you have access to. So this is where you can stack those discounts. There's IRS court cases that you can go back to and follow how much these discounts are worth. And that's how we can uh, quickly get 30 to 70% off on a rollover discount. This, This strategy alone could significantly change not only what how much people pay in taxes now, but mm-hmm. really change how much that money can multiply to years later. Now, how would you address like when they talk about maybe trying to tax the Roths and things like that, or, you know, even if it's early withdrawals and, and so forth? I mean, do you have people that also are trying to get out of those IRA plans saying, how is a way I can kind of wash away some of the taxes and just get out and be able to let my money grow in real estate and get the tax benefits from that? Do you ever get that? You can. So, so I will prioritize what I want to invest in partially based on the assets. So things with like yeah. ordinary income subject to higher tax rates, I'm mm-hmm. more likely to put that in a retirement account. Mm-hmm. Businesses or certain real estate I personally control, then mm-hmm. uh, there's more deductions associated with yeah. it, or if there's long-term capital gains rates. I'm more likely to do that in my personal name. So that's kind of just a general rule of thumb, mm-hmm. but it'll depend on your exact strategy. And for me, when I initially was working towards work optional, I had the mindset, I don't want the government telling me when I'm going to retire. Mm-hmm. I want to just grow my own personal portfolio. And so I grew my personal portfolio to large enough. It's enough for me to live off regardless yeah. of what work I do. And so now I've shifted from uh, growing a personal portfolio to more tax efficiency over time. So I'm 36 right. now. I'm going to hit my 60s at some point. There are ways for me to legal, legally access that money ahead of time. So I feel comfortable putting some money in that retirement bucket and letting that really grow because I've already got enough to live off. I don't need more cash flow personally. You're really just putting your extra gains. It's that extra play money, really, right? It's like, got let's it. just get it there. The government changes the rules. Great. I cash it out. I might take a hit, but at least I have the money back again. Yeah. yeah. Of course, the, the government can change the rules of the game. I can keep those thoughts in mind, mm-hmm. but, and I can spend all sorts of time following every new tax proposal, but largely <laughs> I'm just going to follow things when they get to closer to the finish line and I yeah. actually need to plan for it. Love it. That's great. Well, man, if people want to like follow you, get to know you or reach out to you about your services and whatnot, how would they do that? Uh, my website, financialjourney.life. I'm happy to connect with you, see if it's a good fit for you. And regardless, we'll have a good conversation. I love meeting people and love to help people. Awesome. Keith, really enlightening. Good stuff. Love what you had to offer here. And uh, and just, yeah, very enlightening. I love the fresh perspective. And I love kind of seeing the synergies that we have that you probably didn't realize. So uh, anyways, appreciate having on. Great value today. Everybody else, feel free to reach out to Keith. We'll get his information, his contact information there in the in the in the comments there. If you're driving, listen to iTunes or whatever. Don't you know? Don't crash. You know, don't write it down while you're driving. Wait, pull over. It's there, so it's there at the episode. You guys can reach out to Keith and and learn more about what he's got to offer with financial journey. So again, everybody, it's not about listening to this stuff. It's about actually doing something with it. Go and make it a prosperous week. And we'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now.